Hey, and welcome to the Karate and Guns podcast, the first pilot episode of which you're taking in right now. I appreciate you guys checking us out, however you did it. On this podcast, basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be checking out those gems of cinema, action movies. And we want to find out, are there aspects of action movies that are a little bit slept on by the culture as a whole? Obviously, they've always been looked down on, frowned upon, maligned. Is there a little bit of cinematic value there beyond beyond irony and beyond kind of blood and guts? Is there something to be seen there if we're willing to look? That is basically the mission of our podcast. That's the, that's what we want to be doing here. And joining me on that mission are my friend to my left, Alex Henderson. Alex, how you doing, man? Hey, uh, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me <laughs> on your on your we, mission. We're having we're having you forever. I'm the forever mission. You're the forever man. You're my forever man, Alex Henderson. I'm and here. to my right is my big buddy and my rich millionaire. It's Kyle Hoax. Kyle, how you doing? Hello. I am good. I'm rocking and rolling. I do both of those great. I am a millionaire. <laughs> Which is pretty good. I'm doing pretty all right. I'm well off. Yeah, yeah. Millionaires <laughs> millionaires typically tend to record podcasts much. at four in the morning. They don't thank want you. Much. Thank you for inviting me to your upstairs basement. Thank you, and you're I'm welcome. I'm so happy to be here. We're coming to you live. We're coming to you live from the upstairs basement in Nowhere, USA. The Jim, secret Jim upstairs basement in Jimtown adjacent. Now, <laughs> what we got? What we got on the table? What we got for you guys. First of all, is is maybe one of the purest what's, examples what's on the of the action movie that we have available. A 1985 film directed by Mark L. Lester. It's Commando, starring Arnold. Schwarzenegger. Now we've already seen the trailer. We've watched oh, yeah. the trailer. We formulated some uh, impressions. Now the boys haven't seen Commando. They haven't seen a lot of yeah, the movies that we're going to be taking a look at. But uh, I've seen Commando. I'm familiar with Commando. We checked out the trailer. I got two words for you guys, and it's uh, steel drums, obviously. <laughs> oh, <laughs> buddy. Oh, the steel drums. Yeah. They were a rocking, and I came a, a knocking. <laughs> So Kyle, if you're knocking, tell tell me what you thought, man. Okay, they opened up with Schwarzenegger loading out to do do battle or to to find battle. We assume or, we assume he's gonna battle. There's gonna be a battle. There there are two specific things about his loadout that pissed me off and also we're made me heavy upset. on you, huh? Well, the only thing that was were, that were weighing heavy on him were his fucking binoculars that were up around his neck. He looked like he was being hanged by those binoculars. He looked like he was he was wearing them as as a an as, ascot or a yes, neckerchief. Yes, they were on him tight enough to where if he laid on his back, he could see a country mile from a mile away. His binoculars were the part that pissed me off. Now, what made me upset was that he was carrying a rocket launcher, as, as like one a, might a purse, as one might a purse or a briefcase, he, he as like if they were yeah. they were like he was leaving work. going in for the day. I mean, that is what Arnold does for a living. That's what he does for a living. Some men have attaché cases, other men that's have true. rocket launchers. I think I was upset about this, but it's kind of pissing me off now that I'm thinking about it more. <laughs> Normally, you find the rocket launcher in the field. You don't go to work with the rocket Usually launcher. Usually it's on top of the map. It's on the top of the map, or it's a reward for doing good. Regardless, he you, doesn't look like that's, he's... That's, the rocket launcher is the pinnacle. Yeah. yeah, if you start with the rocket launcher, there's nowhere to go but down from there. So you're saying you're saying we might have a lack of showmanship from I, Arnold. I, here. 
I think it's hard to go or, up in firepower for Roger. Yeah. yeah, he better be shooting lasers or nuclear warheads out of the rocket launcher if he wants to go up. He's gonna bring From at this Spartan point, they've already away. blown their fucking wad over this rocket launcher loadout. He was anyway, very casual about the rocket launcher, too, if, which, which put a little chill down my spine. What I'm saying is, if he's leaving town with the rocket launcher... What in the hell is he going to find in the field? It's a good question. I, I, I swear to God, I swear to you, we're going to find out. I Alex, what, what, were you, what were you what, first impression? It looks sick. It looks like exactly the type of movie that I'm going to love. But what caught my eye most, there's a, there's a shady looking guy. And this shady looking guy is wearing what appears to be medieval chainmail vest. Yeah, Hard that's fine. That's uh, that's Bennett. That's the villain of the piece, and he is wearing a like a chainmail catcher's plate. It looks like it's, it's only covered up about forty yeah. percent of his chest. That that uh, that caught my eye. I was trying to figure out if that was like an '80s fashion thing or if this dude was like. Came straight from playing Washington around Square getting Mall. actual stabs. Yeah, he's like, I just don't want to catch a morning star to the sternum here during in my dealings with. Well, this he, had, he had other like regular eighties ish looking clothes on. Like he had like a uh, like a dog choker. Yeah, yeah. Chain yeah. and some other like eighties villain looking crap. But I was like, I was like, oh, is this just eighties clothes or chain mail? <laughs> yeah, uh, this isn't necessarily the podcast to find out about eighties fashion, but I think. By virtue of us doing this, we're going to find out a little bit it's about it. I can't wait. So, what do you guys think we're kind of in for here? Are you are you looking forward to it? Are you looking forward to it? I'm, Alex? I'm ready to do some maligning. Kyle, you looking forward to I it? I think it looks great. I'm looking forward to it. But I think that what we're what we're in store for is a movie that's like surface level good. But I don't know if it will hold up. I don't know if you've known this, but I've seen Avatar. The best movie ever made. Everyone has seen Avatar. They didn't. They made thirty billion dollars. Yeah, the, and they got every seventeen of mine because I saw it two and a half times. <laughs> what happened to the other half? We'll save that for another day. <laughs> we'll save that for the Kyle Hogan. Anyway, hour. but what I'm what I'm saying is, I think it's it's gonna be just okay. It's gonna be fine. It's not gonna blow my mind. But I'm gonna keep an open mind. When you said good movie. I think that was that was interesting too, because it's like that's kind of what we're doing here. We're gonna try to figure out what does that mean. What does a good movie mean? Because people think that that means like character development, that's and, real and good performances. Yeah. It's it is yes. awful subjective, but I think they use that term to kind of put down movies whose whose value is more in the like gut entertainment part oh, of yeah. it. And I and I think we wanna I wanna figure out I wanna get to the bottom of that. Like Alex, what do you think we're in for, man? I don't expect any awards to be given out for the acting in this movie, just based on the trailer alone. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I wanna instate my rating system that I've developed for our oh. podcast. Mm. Um, uh, numerical, I assume? Yes. It's okay. numerical. Okay. Okay. In, uh, in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's gonna be in two parts and one part karate and one part gun. And uh, Karate and Gun. That's lethal. not the name of the podcast. You, oh, yeah, you get I missed it. the branding. I'm out. giving him an F for branding. I'm giving him a U for Under Armour. <laughs> well, so what do you think? What, Commando, what you... based on the trailer alone, I'm giving it. I'm giving it an. I'm gonna settle. I've settled on. I think an eight for guns going into it because it looks real gunny. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. looking real gunned out. And a lot of guns. There was a lot of guns. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a four on karate. This is a very very rudimentary rating system. So we're going I don't have twelve out of twenty, huh? <laughs> That's not a combined rating. It's not a combined rating. It's not a combined rating. Six out of ten. I haven't decided where zero is and where ten is yet. I think we're gonna find out where ten yes. is. Yeah. In on, any matter, on this one of these son of a bitch looks like it's going zero to ten within the first five minutes of yeah. the movie. So you're saying karate, four guns, 
eight. eight. I'm going eight on on guns. This this dude brought his guns to he the brought party. all the guns that you're not supposed to have. Okay, so it it looks like the trailer was pretty faithful to what we're about to be experiencing. So fellas, let's go check out some karate and guns. <laughs> You know, Colonel, we went to a lot of trouble to find you. They murdered his friends. And they took the only thing he would kill for. If he wants your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. If it's a mission no man can survive, he's the man for the job. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Let's party. All right, guys, we are back. Uh, we just took in Commando. Whew. Fellas, I just want to real quick just get what we're... <laughs> real quick, your gut feeling on, on that. What do you think? <laughs> I'm still wiping the sweat from my brow on that. <laughs> okay, okay, well fair assessments now i i guess i just want to point out there will be spoilers ahead for the 1985 film spoilers commando ahead. so plug if, your ears if that's still on your list whenever you turn hear the podcast this off tone <laughs> whenever, i thought it was gonna be steel drums <laughs> whenever you hear steel drums please understand there are spoilers ahead folks we got we, we kind of open with just some stuff is happening like it's basically my like god bill duke is doing stuff okay legendary character actor bill duke is out on the town he's just fucking shit up right like yeah. the first thing he does is um he wakes up a man all right he's he's hanging on to the garbage truck and he wakes up just a random joe Schmo. he's just he's gunning people down Left and right. Might yeah. I add, if your garbage man comes up with a face bandana, <laughs> he's not going to take your garbage. He's going to kill you. Now, see, I don't know about that because, like, if, it's the okay. stickiness of if the garbage. I feel like that's fair. If you are a dumbass, you think a piece of cloth cuts out stink. <laughs> <laughs> Farts go through my pants faster than a weak-ass bandana. And you're literally okay. around a fart okay. truck. Okay, fair, fair, fair. But the but the, <laughs> the main thing that Bill Duke is out doing is he's out he's out doing a little bit of murdering. The 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 first victim I, I, I kinda just wanna point out. I wonder do you reckon that he had a plan beyond oh, the man magically wakes up and runs out and goes, Help my garbage and then you get to pull this is an Uzi from the trash. <laughs> trash Uzi. And gun him down in the street. Did they have a plan beyond that? Or, or I, I just failed to see how the trash truck factored into it. If It was a diversion. It was a simple diversion I, tactic. I just really? failed to see how the I, trash truck factored into it. There's no plan B. There's no plan B. The guy had to come out there. The truck doesn't wake him up. betting on the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill's out and he is fucking shit up. He goes to the, to the Cadillac dealership. Oh, yeah, he does. And at the Cadillac dealership, it's... Implied that he kills the the dealer, the guy who's trying to sell he's the car. He's bleeding from his eyeballs. Yeah. yeah, which I feel like is is dead. But it's the like gentlest run over I've ever it's seen. It's a nudge. In a film. He, got, he got nudged. It's a gentle Cadillac push in the man. The man. But he did film. go through a a pane glass window. Yeah. Eh. I thought I didn't I didn't realize that was to kill the man. I thought that was for the car until yeah, until it was, it was a, revealed that it was for the man. Yeah, I yes. think it was a double it was a double action there. He needed he needed the whip, and he also. 
uh, it's implied that that guy was working with Arnold, which yeah, we'll get yeah, into yeah. here in a second. Yeah. And and he needed to be gently pushed to the ground with the front end of a Cadillac, and he I guess his HP was just very and low. If you're gonna kill a man, might as well get a car. That's I, sure. I, yeah, okay. I I agree with you. And then after this, he, he shows up. He shows up at, at the docks, and we see Big we docks. see a guy that we might remember from the trailer. Uh, Freddie mustachioed. Mercury. Yeah, Freddie Mercury and Chainmail, and. Was the chainmail present at the docks? No, yes. I didn't think that was him. Was that him? That, that was, was Bennett. That was, yeah, that was, that was supposed Bennett. to be Bennett. Yeah, that was, the, that, that was the, the big bad guy. Okay. At first glance, it looks like it could just be the dog collar, but the chainmail is underneath his wharf attire. Okay, so he it's he's, there. He's like longshoreman plus dog collar plus chain. It okay, and and I said earlier that it looked closer to a um, like a catcher's. Pad, but I think it looks more like a basketball yeah, jersey. It's basketball net. It's a it's a it's definitely a basket a chainmail basketball jersey, which yeah. I think I, if we're talking about the chainmail thing, I want to get into it because I have it wrote down here on my notes that it wasn't chainmail. It was basketball net material. No, it was when, cloth. When I was thinking about it later, and of course, of course again, spoilers, Arnold hucks a blunt pipe through the chainmail. Yeah, which which cements my theory that it's basketball net. Soft-ass chainmail. I thought if it's not chainmail and if it's not basketball net, it's the middle part of a dream catcher. It's it's weird <laughs> 80s clothes. It's weird 80s clothes. It was weird 80s clothes no, the whole time. No, 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 no. If this, Everyone else had weird 80s fashion. It offers People weren't walking around no in a basketball semblance net. semblance of protection. People were walking around in a basketball that was net. For I don't think it could have been chainmail. Why would he work at a dock and chain? If he go, if he's going I overboard, think, I think chainmail sinking. I think chainmail is well more practical and suited to dock work than it is to commanding, because you might get whacked with a with a with a fishing basket. I've seen deadliest catch. Those dudes catch big equipment to the sternum big, constantly. Big fish. Yeah. All I'm saying is it wasn't chainmail. It never it. it it did its best impression of chainmail by looking kind of like it, it looked like a dirty basketball. A Maybe it was an elaborate bluff. Maybe yeah. Bennett Bennett did seem to be a bit of a cerebral man. He he. Yeah, Maybe I wanted, it was an elaborate bluff. Like I don't want to throw a pipe at this man's incredibly soft chest. If I wear this basketball net, no one will throw a pipe <laughs> no at me. Will. It was clever. Guess so again, a hole. Bennett is <laughs> Bennett's just a he's just a very very clever. I didn't realize that was Bennett. That yeah, that was Bennett, and he is a clever man. And from there, Arnold makes his first appearance here and what's Arnold doing he's guys? He's carrying some lumber. What's Arnold doing? He's carrying he's carrying an entire tree and he's and he's cutting some wood. Shirtless. Okay, sure. This seems to be classic Arnold. He is veiny. He's a veiny man. He's yeah. a veiny man. Vascular, he is a vascular he's, man. He's he's a he's a vascular man. But how is Arnold spending his day when we when we meet him? Well, you think it's an innocent day. <laughs> well, hold on. You think it's an innocent hold on, day. hold on. This I don't want to get into the into like implied darkness here, but the, Arnold is Arnold's with his daughter Jenny, played by Alyssa I'm, Milano. I'm sure in 1985 it was pure, but in <laughs> in the in this nightmarish hellscape. We live in. This was a sinister scene. We're saying it was a little bit unsettling. Is he's, that what you're saying? He's I'm, mouth kissing this kid. Okay. Okay. Hold and on. it's it seem it's it's really innocent, and I get it. Let's dial it back. Let's dial it back because the people who haven't seen the movie, it sounds like you think Arnold's making out with twelve year old Alyssa Milano, his daughter Jenny. Well, and they're just no. They're that's just, not what's happening. That's not what's happening. 
father-daughter day. We are literally treated to a father-daughter love montage where they're where they're caressing animals in the forest and having ice cream. Well, okay, okay. okay. As Alex has his karate and gun scale, I have my upset and pissed off scale. <laughs> and the first five minutes of this movie has sent me through the fucking roof. Number one uh-huh. on their date montage. <laughs> It's not that dark. It's not dark. <laughs> Colonel John Matrix is not dark. They get ice cream. Yep. It appears to me that they have the same flavor of ice cream. Yet, they go, do you want to try my ice cream? Oh, thank you. Do you want to try my ice cream? They have the same. It's vanilla soft serve. They have the same. It's vanilla soft Fucking ice cream. <laughs> it's the same. You don't, don't try each other's ice cream if you've got the same shit. Number two. <laughs> Number two, they come they come up to a wild animal. That's perfectly fine in a movie sense. But shooting shooting this movie, you're not gonna train a fawn to come up to Arnold Schwarzenegger and eat dust out of his hand or whatever. So how do you reckon they were able to do that? I think it just hap- it was pure happenstance. Yeah. They go Fuck. they go You think they were Arnold 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 Stay still. All right, let's dial this back for a second. What you're saying is they were on set and the pure lust that was exhibited between Arnold and you're telling, you're, you're telling us attracted, to calm down. Attracted a, lust. A, a gentle yeah. fawn in, to not, the, in 1985, the pureness of these acts. Oh, so now uh, they're pure. Snow White. We, we, we said they were pure. They're pure. It just is off putting. If we were in, in a, if we were in a time machine, they'd be pure. But if I made this movie, I probably wouldn't have them kiss it so much. I'm going to be honest with you. I just, okay. I just don't think I, that's so. I the, wasn't alive in 1985. The, the deer, the deer, the deer pissed me off. Go on, because of all of what I've said, that leads us to the mouth kiss. Hold on, would you say the deer is the the least um, realistic part of the movie? Yes. Is that, Abs- that seems like what you were saying. Absolutely. Okay. Out okay. of the whole so, movie. So, from, from the, the father-daughter day... We're not even from five minutes I'm movie. not even through with the father-daughter day. Please, go ahead. Next, the mouth kiss happens. The, now, the mouth kiss bothers me on a deep level. Do you mean but, in general or, or on the screen? On... Yeah, both. I, yeah, you will never see me mouth kiss. <laughs> Two, the mouth kiss that I watched on the television, it's preambled by a tiny cheek kiss. That would have been enough. But then he goes in for a mouth kiss. He goes, cheek, mouth. So what it seems like, it's, it, it might have been they were just trying their hardest to maximize the amount of time they had before the shit goes down to show, you know, how much these people love each other. And they went, they went, throw on, kind throw of, on a mouth kiss. Exactly. So they they're, just they're, went, they're in Arnold's ear. Were we were going to need a, we're going to, because I don't remember. There were, but I think, I maybe think, there was only one, but it was so crazy that it felt like a thousand. So from there, we got the chopper. We got the chopper coming up and the chopper rounds the mountain. And out comes General Kirby. What do you got for this one, Kyle? Jesus. I I had one more thing I was mad about. Oh, my God. When Alyssa Milano was nice enough to make sandwiches for her and Daddy. Uh All right. Uh They sat down. She had her chicken salad sandwich with a spread of sliced tomato, pickle, lettuce. 
both of those little a-holes picked up the sandwich without touching the toppings. Why'd you put the toppings on the plate, man? Are you not angry about this? <laughs> Does this not upset you? Are you not pissed off and or upset? So you're saying there was a... Uh, okay. I want you to ask yourself. You're making a sandwich for yourself for dinner. You make a sandwich. You lay out your spread. If you do not touch the spread... Are are you an empty shell of a human being? <laughs> well, maybe that was maybe that was the overcompensation with the mouth kissing. Maybe John Matrix has seen so much shit in his time as a commando that he is an empty shell of a human being, and he is overcompensating what with the mouth kissing. But the shunning of the condiments some, is something you're going to overlook in an attempt to deep, appear human. Deep analyzing we're going on here for so. What did you think we gathered here to do? Movie. What? No. What? No. Hey. I feel that all of this was purposely put in by the director to make a comment on the horrors of war and what it does to a man. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay well, I let think me we're... read from you my notes. All right, go, go. To comment on the depth put in mm-hmm. to this movie, mm-hmm. my very first note for this whole movie that I wrote is. Acting question mark. I think it's very good acting because Arnold appears. Second note is mouth kissing. <laughs> I can't refute you. There is acting. There is mouth kissing in the movie. Okay. Your notes are accurate. The depth was. Uh, it was. It, I would put it shallow at best. You found it to be questionable. You found it to be questionable. That's and that's that is fair. Anyway, can we can we get off the? All right, I'm done with being mad. Okay. Can we get off We've the darkness? The for first, can we get off the darkness? For there one are men, second until Kirby comes out of exactly. the Exactly. There chopper. are men to be shot. I would rather get off of one form of darkness. There's more another. darkness before that, buddy. Chop arounds the hill. Out comes General Kirby. He apprises Colonel Matrix that some shit's gone down. Bill Duke has run amok in the city. People are dead. They're killing your guys. Take this information, and we're going to leave uh, a couple soldiers at, at, at the crib to watch over you while we go capture you know, this dude who's running amok. And that doesn't entirely go as planned, because the, the very instant General Kirby lights out, some dudes fart in the bushes. <laughs> some dudes fart in the bushes. <laughs> some dudes fart in the bushes, and... John Matrix sniffs him out. Give him another position. And then takes his lady into the house to save her life. Yeah, John Matrix, the the guys kind of ambush him when they're when they're still outside the house. They haven't even made it in the house yet. And John Matrix has claimed that he could smell them. Because they were both downwind, and Be- neither of the guards could smell their farts. It's lucky that John wasn't oh, wearing a bandana God. over his face. Thank God. <laughs> Or else, or else things would have been a lot, a lot worse. Movie over. Exactly. Roll credits. Movie over. Roll credits. Alyssa Milano dies. Everything sucks. So Arnold abandons Jenny at this point, which I found to be a little it's unsettling. Yeah. And Jenny, why don't you just go hide? Go, why don't you yeah. just go hide? I trust you to hide. Mm-hmm. They've killed the soldiers. You can also smell farts like me. Exactly. I trust you to hide in the most obvious hiding spot available. Which is underneath the bed, whilst I go to my secret gun lair, and while inside the secret gun lair, we have suit up sequence number one mm-hmm. of several. Yes, he gathers he gathers firearms and he goes back to battle. Mm. I like that I know the code to his gun safe now, which is one three. It's <laughs> <laughs> I did not pick that. He just goes one three open. <laughs> 
I, I guess it's it's a it's a simple it's a simple code <laughs> for an emergency situation. He's not going in the gun vault for shits and giggles. He's going in the gun vault when Bill Duke has come to take his head. And if anyone's trying to rob your gun vault, they're gonna do four digits. <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> try, they're gonna hit one two three four, and then they're gonna get yeah. confused and they go, "Well, I'll never solve I'll never this try mystery. 13. <laughs> yeah, no one would ever try two digits. Arnold comes back post suit up. He gets in the house. He enters through the second story. One of the soldiers, straight like Friday the 13th, sit out the door with a slit throat onto him. And in comes a, a calm man, sat down. And uh, he, he wants to have a little chat with John. He wants to have mm-hmm. a little chat. He kind of just, he's he, he might as well have had a, a sign around his neck called, I am the exposition man. Mm-hmm. And he lays out the villain's <laughs> evil plot. And they said, we have kidnapped your daughter, number one. You must work with us, number two. And then he says, we took your daughter. You must work with us. Is that right? John Matrix, uh, man of few words. He levels his he levels his rifle at the man and he proclaims. No. That's <laughs> no! how he says it. He doesn't say do you, do, you, no. do you guys like his, my uh, Schwarzenegger impression? Yes. I think it's top notch. It, it's, it's amazing. Of course, as we all know, he doesn't say no. Oh. He says, right? Wrong. Boom. Man dead. It's shocking that the guy did not foresee that going that way. He took he took no measures. No. He took no measures to avoid that. Yeah. He goes, This man, I'm I'm safe. I'm safe. This I'm is unarmed. this is clearly fine. He has e- an assault rifle at me. Elite murderous commando John Matrix. We've kidnapped his daughter. Man, he's he's gonna This will, he's, this will go well. He's gonna listen long. to reason. He's gonna listen to reason. We we arrive at a downhill chase next, which I like a lot. From there he spies that the uh the, the villains have run off and they're they're heading down the winding mountain road, cartoonishly winding. And what's Arnold's plan here? Pop the hood, check out what's going on under there. Pile of wires. Pile of wires. He's got the, the classic pile of wires. Apparently someone's tampered with his Ford Bronco. And no one has ever seen an engine in a movie before, I guess. <laughs> yeah, engine's not, not John Matrix's yeah, special. Let me tell you, there's not the, a lot of that's wires. How I would have, uh, that's how I would have directed it. Throw some wires in there and just have him pick them up and put them back down. Just, like, look disappointed. <laughs> Furrow your brow at them, throw them back yeah. down. Totally. What, I have, what I have written down here is... Arnold hucks his Ford Bronco down a mountain. Yeah, this <laughs> what, is what yeah. happens. He threw his jumper cables back in his front truck and <laughs> sent it down the hill. He literally pushes it down the the precipice here. Yeah, and he's going straight down. He's going as the crow flies down the mountain, as the bad guys do like kind of a wagon train down. Yeah. Whilst whilst the, the, they see him coming the whole time, and I feel like you just stop. You you stop and let him crash and die. Yeah, you stop. You let him. You let him. Duke's a hazardous ass yeah, over the ravine. You don't try to race him. No, no, absolutely not. That's that's not what they do. No. Okay, because these Full are speed ahead. these are low ranking villains. These keep a reasonable villains. pace with them. They do. Yeah, <laughs> they they make it to the bottom of the mountain about the same time Matrix does. Matrix does. He ramps. He crashes and burns big time. He emerges in time to see Bennett. Mm. In all his basketball net glory, oh, he yeah. stood there. He's got hired goons, and we got we got a little bit of karate ensuing here. This was, uh, I, I believe, the second instance of karate behind the the karate lesson in the mom and or oh, the, sorry, my the dad God. and child. We got montage. so we got so wrapped up in the the implied darkness of the the daddy daughter date that we actually we we. we 
breezed past the first instance of karate. There in was the a full blown actual karate lesson in the woods as part of the day. It was good too. It might make my top five. It looked like some solid fundamentals were being were being yeah. handed down yeah. there by Matrix. That was our first instance. Perfect of layups for this <laughs> basketball net yeah. that we're gonna meet so, later. Alex, you being our, our resident karate and guns expert, or the resident karate enthusiast. Oh yeah. How, how do you reckon to the uh, to the battle that takes place with the hired goons and Matrix? Uh, I uh, I have a note here that I arrived at about halfway through the movie, um, and that's all of the karate scenes are supplemented by guns. Yeah, they're kind of in service of gun violence. Yeah, the uh, he he karate's him with a gun. He takes the gun and <laughs> he just whoops like four or five dudes with the, with the ass he end has, of a he, rifle. He has the barrel of an assault rifle in his head and he is he is throwing it wildly about his head as men run headlong yeah. into it. And as are a blunt weapon. The hired goons uh, overcome Arnold with the help of Bennett, who shoots him with a tranquilizer dart after after revealing that he is in fact not dead. He has not been blown up by Bill Duke. It was a swerve, uh, thus speaking to the cleverness of Bennett. You're right. He put the tomatoes on the plate. <laughs> Bennett might have put the Son tomatoes on bitch. the plate and and had enough sense to stay upwind the whole time so as not to be detected. Anyway, he could Ar- fart all he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> he had free reign. He had free reign. Oh, we are really getting our fart jokes in on episode <laughs> one, season one. So, at this point, Arnold's <laughs> captured by, what, what I'm going to say, Arnold is captured by some freaks. It's a bit uh, of a ragtag band. Yeah, it's... several several villains here, varying shapes and sizes, have captured Arnold. The nastiest of all. God, yeah, did you describe him as a the buster this, ass A team. This looks like Bizarro shit ass A team. Urzat's A team has him has B-team. him in their hold. F team has him in their hold. He's tied down with chains. He can't move. Again, more exposition. We've got Colonel Exposition, who is the the big bad Arius. He shows up, mm-hmm. and he says, essentially, I want you to overthrow the government of a made-up South American country. If you do not do this, I will murder Jenny. And Bennett seems to really they, like that. They dump that on you quick, too. I went most of the movie not knowing what this dude stood to gain. Who, Arius? Yeah. Arius didn't have a lot they of scenes. really breeze through all of the exposition. Yeah, that's and that's kind of a fair point. It's like, the the, the bad guys, I didn't quite buy them. No, no. Uh, like, Arius was like, I am bad because I am bad. He said, I am bad because I, the movie needs a bad guy, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really see, I mean, obviously Bennett was rough with Jenny and he was threatening to kill her and he spoke of times that he had killed in a in an unnecessary fashion but it's not like yeah. during the movie he did anything he didn't behave as such except for the, there was one scene toward the end where he kind of like does a little like maniac routine but that's the only part yeah. he does that he he has like some some heel tactics yeah. some, some underhanded stuff I didn't buy him as a maniac at all but it it didn't make me really go I want John to kick these dudes asses I just the whole time was thinking I want Arnold to fuck shit up. Is yes. that what you guys yeah. would have yeah. Then that's where I landed is that this movie is is fucking shit up for the sake of fucking shit up, which is great. Yeah, which is kind of what they set out to do. I mean, they they named the movie Commando, so you kind of know what you're getting at when you get in there. So, okay, one more thing, one more point I want to make about the appearance of these freaks. Bennett looks like. A plump Freddie Mercury because he is a bit plump. He's doughy, isn't he? He's, he's a little, he's a little doughy around the midsection. Mm. Is is, uh, is Bennett? So Bennett lays out the scheme <sighs> along with Arius, the big bad, 
And here we get a classic Arnold, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> from there. And that was good, Kyle. And they, they say they, they're kind of fine with that. Arnold, fuck you. Yeah. Sure. Okay, okay deal. Let's go to the airport. Yeah. They go to the airport. Arnold lays down, of course, the contractually obligated, I'll be back immediately. Bennett is still in chainmail in a public setting. Dropping Arnold Schwarzenegger off, and nobody is reacting to him. So maybe, maybe is there is psychotic. Maybe there is something to it that it is yeah, so, it's just sort 80s of a, close. It was maybe a fashion at that point to dress yourself in, in what basketball nets. He is or there, and he's catcher. not even in a coat covering the chainmail. I thought he had a coat on, didn't he? He had like a little pea coat deal over his chainmail. He might have been. He might have still been in his wharf gear, but the chainmail was. It was, it was visible. Completely at, at the, visible. There was no way covered. Very, wasn't very trying visible. to hide Try it to all. enter an airport in 2018 wearing medieval armor. Yeah, you're dead. You're not You're, you're not dead. making it in the dark. TSA will kill you. They'll go, what are you doing, man? <laughs> They'll what are you go, doing? Bah, 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 <laughs> and kill you with they will. They will suit up and emerge from the doors with a belt-fed machine gun and mow you down in the concourse. They're not allowing it. I don't know. No. Airports must have been different in 1985. I oh, yeah, they were. So I learned that they're full of creeps. You can smoke in there. <laughs> you can murder. You can, you can murder. Smoke. smoke. You could be sexually aggressive with oh, flight attendants. God. Airports were a real lawless area back in the. It was 80s. the Wild West in the airports? Yeah, the the airport was kind of international waters. Is what it seemed yes, like to me. God, it was insane. So they put Arnold on a plane. He's meant to go to Valverde, which is our fictional South American country, and he's with Henriquez. Uh, Kyle, can you? Describe for our listeners what Henriquez is wearing. He he is in a red leisure suit <laughs> with is. a with a male pattern baldness afro. Yeah, and it's really good. He's got he's got the he's got the Hawaiian shirt on the inside. And but what really struck me about Henriquez's fashion was he was wearing a pith helmet. It looks like he was about ready to go on safari in a leisure suit and a Hawaiian shirt with Arnold in tow, and no one looked at him weird. Yeah. Of course, this is a film. But I, it was his gold chain. Everybody was like, he's, they saw his chain, and they were like, yeah, yeah he's 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 on the level. Really ties it together. He's fashion forward. If he didn't have a thin gold chain, I'd be calling someone. This guy is clearly fashion forward here. <laughs> he's on a different level for me, and I understand that. That's, I guess, what they thought about the chain mail as well. When we're on the plane, obviously, they sit in seats 7A and 7B in first class. Now, let's say you're Henriquez, and you're meant to escort infinitely dangerous human being John Matrix mm-hmm. to Valverde you're kidnapping his daughter you've shot him full of tranquilizer you've pissed him off <laughs> he's mad at I you. don't think you're giving Arnold the aisle seat at that point for a lot of reasons number one being that the, there's a tactical advantage I think to having to having an egress there true but but I think can it, you can you beat the tranquility of the window seat <laughs> and I think <laughs> I think furthermore Henriquez appeared to be a man who respects uh, airline law. He said, I'm, I'm assigned to 7B. Yeah, I'm well, in. I'm going to give up a little bit of advantage here with walking charnel house John Matrix. <laughs> also, can I say how nice it was for them to be set up in first class. It was nice. You're our, you're our prisoner. Let's bump you up. You got some gold points. <laughs> I got some frequent flyer miles, I have to imagine. So it's at this point that Arnold... He decides to deal with Enriquez. 
in front of God and everybody and American Airlines. Yeah. He delivers a, a hellacious elbow to Henriquez and he snaps his neck. As soon as the door shuts. And immediately when the door shuts. And then he utters the immortal line of... Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. Dead tired. He is dead tired, is Henriquez oh, at this point. He is dead and tired. Uh, at that point, I jotted down puns. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> puns is going to be a recurring theme here with Arnold. Uh, I think with most 80s movies, we'll end up with uh, puns jotted down a lot. Yeah, I have to imagine so, but who's that for? Who's the dead tired remark for? Is Arnold really just that laid back that everything's online he has to escape a moving plane yeah no this is hilarious i'm gonna yeah. take time to make this if i'm i think he thinks if i'm freaking out over this dead guy they're gonna freak out over this dead guy <laughs> better lighten the mood with a nice gentle joke about my about dead pun. man here so it's at this point during the plane escape that we have the ticking clock established arnold now oh, has yeah. 11 hours which is the amount of time it would take to get to valverde arnold has 11 hours now to intercept Arius and get Jenny back before they realize things have gone awry. So Arnold makes his way out of the plane, as you do. He he tears down walls and he punches through fuselage, mm-hmm. which is kind of a recurring theme in the movie. Arnold punching shit <laughs> to and get to some other shit. Yeah, there's a there's an issue. Oh. Arnold will suck it and and it works for and him. And now you have a door. And now you have a door. Now you have a plane. Yeah. That works. Now yeah. you have you have any number of things. Now you have a now you have an opening in a plane. So Arnold jumps out in the Everglades, it looks like. Mm-hmm. He leaps off of the landing gear into the Everglades. He's successfully made it off the plane. They're and none the wiser. Not impaling himself on any reeds or anything. Yeah, he's he's pretty well scot free, he's just a little bit damp. And now we have a, a giant Bavarian running the runway. And again, if you want to talk about things that would not fly in 2018 as giant damp Bavarians yeah. on the runway, yeah. that's Eight not going to happen. 16 Arnold Schwarzenegger barreling he's, he's down the runway. He's just running out in front of planes. Yeah. That's just not... They're, no, they're not going to allow that. It just they're shows you time's, time's really changed. Time, yeah, time's a, really changed. Again, the lawless nature of 1980s airports rear mm. their ugly head. Clothes are different. Airports are different. <laughs> yep. Stuff's different now. <laughs> Mouth kissing doesn't fly as well. No, you better not mouth kiss in 2018. From here, Matrix goes on a hunt. He's hunting for Sully. And what's Sully doing in the airport? Skeezing about. He's uh, he's doing a little bit of a latch in the airport. He is lurching. Now Sully's a creep, and you can tell that he just yeah. looks—he looks like creep. that because he's under four he's foot a, tall. He's a foot yeah. shorter than I am, and he's—he's—he's he's, he's about four foot eight, and he's wearing a zoot suit. Oh yeah, he's smoking in the airport, which was the style at the time, and he's approached none other than Ray Don Chong, mm. one of the other stars of the film here, who's who's having a phone conversation with a friend. Now he approaches her in a very aggressive manner, follows her to her car. She wants him, she wants nothing to do with no. the dude, the, the milk bottles guy from the Warriors. She wants nothing to do with him, because that is Sully. Yeah, that is him. Sully. That's him. She wants nothing to do with the milk bottles dude from the Warriors, naturally. He doesn't care for that. He insults her. Before we go any further, Ray Don, we're going to call Ray Don Chong, Ray Don Chong this whole, this yeah. whole time. Yeah. Because I had my ears pricked up the entire movie. I was trying actively to figure out what her name is in the movie. Never she doesn't said. have a name tag. She doesn't introduce herself. No one asks her name. She's one of the principal characters. She's not named until Never. the end credits, yeah. and you see her name is Cindy. Yeah, thank Cindy, God. Cindy, the flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Okay. She rebuffs Sully, and from there, immediately, 
John Matrix. Where in the fuck does he come from? <laughs> he, he was. I'm I'm so serious. He is not under the car. There's n- nowhere he could have been. He appears from the ether. Yeah. He grabs uh, Cindy from behind, and he just says, get in the car and drive. Yeah. Then he does a kind of an odd maneuver, I think, a little bit unnecessary. He, In a display, I believe, of force, he gathers up her passenger seat and tears it from its yeah. moorings. <laughs> I couldn't. I thought that was going to be so he could lay down so as to remain... Undetected. No, but he but sat up he like a little nubby there. bastard. He looked like a little nubby bastard <laughs> rolling down the road. I imagine him sitting his... cross-legged as if he were about to, uh, as if he were about to hear of the puppy who lost his way he's, at Billy, he's... Billy Madison's kindergarten class. Yeah, he's sitting crisscross applesauce in the freaking Porsche, man, <laughs> and or whatever the hell. It he, is. Inst- he instructs Cindy, follow Sully's yellow. Porsche. It's, I, believe the, I believe it's a dual Porsche chase here. Mm. We got yellow Porsche with Sully. We got red Porsche. Classic with Porsche on Porsche interaction. Classic Porsche on Porsche interaction. So they they go through the streets. Eventually, I want Cindy to follow Sully into a bar where he's going to meet yet another shady dude in a mm. Panama hat to like seduce him now so that he can yet abduct more people. He yeah, can get he, more abductions he, in. He wants a posse. Cindy. Double crosses him here, oh, and yeah. understand, and completely understandably oh, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. uh, and she tells the first mall cop she sees, "Help! There's a gigantic dude, and he has kidnapped me. You need to help me." So now we got the cussing mall cops here. God, he says motherfucker. I've never heard motherfucker <laughs> with more than however syllables is in motherfucker already. He actually calls Arnold one gigantic. Motherfucker, I believe it. I believe yeah. it's a six-syllable motherfucker. It's shocking. It really is shocking. And then they call for backup. Now there's a half dozen mall cops. And now it's time for Arnold to fight the cops. It's cop fighting time. By this time, we've reached our third or fourth instance of steel drums being imposed <laughs> as the battle music. Yeah. The, yeah, the steel drums really have been used I, as the battle music. I can't believe how many cops die in this scene. <laughs> They're dropping them. The it's bad an guys incredible are shooting, amount. The bad guys are shooting cops. The good guys are shooting cops. Radong Chong is shooting cops. She shoves a cop. She shoves shoves a cop till he's almost dead. That dude is bleeding inside. She knocks a cop down the steps because she has a change of heart. Forty, yeah, forty-eight set. Yeah, she she has a change of heart. A cop is trained to sights. Old cop down the stairs. Exactly, and she boots him down the down the steps. Mm -hmm. And now she's she's back on Team Matrix. She's had a change of heart. She wants not her first or not her last cop murder. Not her last one. Oh, yeah. Lordy. That's true. We got we got Cindy, enemy of police. <laughs> Not her last cop assault I for the movie. I can't believe she's right the there. bad guy. So from there, Arnold finally confronts Sully. In, in form of the most absolute strength I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> he hoists the man. Not only hoists the man, rips a full telephone booth out of a line of telephone oh, booths. Oh, this is still the mall still. Sully's trying to escape and make the call to let uh, people know that. Can I say something about the uh, call? What, what about the call? I think it's so emasculating for villains in the in the 80s and 90s era of movies to always have to carry around pocket change to make a phone call. It's you, a little bit... You yeah. are a little boy carrying around quarters to make a call. He actually steals them <laughs> yeah. from Cindy. He demands money from Cindy to make the call. 
in the mall, and Arnold flips the phone booth on him. So suffice to say, Sully escapes, and we're treated to yet another car chase, this time up the side of a goddamn mountain. They shove Sully into the mountain. They reckon... Yeah, they do. Then they reckon to a telephone pole. Neither of them are wearing seatbelts in this convertible, and they are One of them does not have a seat. One of them doesn't even have a seat. At this point, it's Cindy who doesn't have the seat. Cindy doesn't have a seat. They crash headlong into a telephone pole going at about 50 million miles. Cindy would have gone into orbit. She would have been sent over the cliff into into freaking Encino. (laughs) (laughs) So, from there, Arnold dangles Sully from his foot in a very Suge Knight esque fashion over over the mountain. But. Sully believes he has a bargaining chip here. Mm -hmm. Sully thinks that Arnold doesn't have any further information. He Mm. needs to keep him. Ah, Well, unfortunately, Sully, your hotel key fell out of your pants pocket. He shows it to him, and then he lets him go. Drops them off of a mountain. He goes, ah, then no sound, no plop, no... Not even a Wilhelm scream. Not even a Wilhelm scream. He goes, ah, and then no plop. No plop. It's kind of unsatisfying, would you say? Yeah, it's clearly just a, a... pillow wearing some pants. For all we know he is still falling. Arnold and Cindy at this point, who's back on board, they steal Sully's whip, they literally just pick it up, turn it right side back up on the the pavement, and now they drive. They drive to the motel. From here, this is Cook's hotel room. He's going to intercept Cook. Uh, Cook shows up. Uh, And a battle ensues. A little bit of karate shows up. We get some steel drums, which is the, the preface of war here. And oh, we boy. we got a we got a good old fight and some good old banter. The classic Love line, the, banter. the classic line, "I eat green berets for breakfast" is uttered. And we got some fisticuffs. We got some fisticuffs. Yeah, this here. is a good. This is a good uh, implement of karate. Karate got a, a point here. Yeah. Uh, um, and we're and again, we're, it was supplemented by a gun, though. That's true. So that's true. A gun the whole time. Cook has a gun. John Matrix, no gun. Gotta get that gun. C three PO asks Cindy is is mm-hmm. hid in the corner and she is. She's throwing out quips now and then. These guys eat too much red meat, they she do. declares at they one do. point. Oh, they are some They're all quips. jacked up on deer meat. So they battle into the adjoining room. They battle into the adjoining oh, room. Oh, God. These Lordy, fuck. Room. There's some <laughs> fuck going on there, and it's weird. <laughs> and and we got, we got some activity in the adjoining room from some civilians. And um, I just want to say that I've seen this movie before. <laughs> and I knew they were fucking weird, <laughs> but I do not understand this configuration. It was fucking weird. It. it was weird. This is uh, the only point in the movie where we stopped the movie and <laughs> and just had to laugh for a minute. <laughs> said, because, because we ran I, it back two or three it was times. Such a throwaway for them to put in the movie. Why, why would you say he's dead tired? Why would you have this lady pegging a man under the sheets in an adjoining room? The, the <laughs> it's a free roll, you're saying. It's huh? a free roll. The position that, that they've chosen to achieve sexual congress in, just for everyone at home who hasn't seen this movie, is is we got man in front and he's in a crouched position. Not not on all fours. He's crouched like a frog. He's crouched. She's knelt behind him as if they're as if they're cowering, and they have the they have the blankets pulled have a, all the way over, the, over. Yeah, blanket all fort. the way over, the blanket fort, full blown blanket fort in a in a full cower position underneath the blankets. Income Bill Duke female and female behind the male. Exactly, exactly. I just and that that doesn't seem like it's making an. Uh, it, I don't know how that's sexy. Frankly, if I mean if, if yeah. at home, if you get down in that crouch blanket fort type way. 
And boy, do I. Please, <laughs> please let us know. Please let us know. Please tell us how that how that is for you. Because frankly, I'm open to that. I'm open to the crouch down blanket fort kind of kind of <laughs> sex they, uh, maneuver. Was it well sex? Question mark. <laughs> What what is sex really? In, what in no sex? Finally, we are getting to <laughs> the big topics that we want to discuss in our podcast. <laughs> Thank God these guys were weird because shit. Okay, so we got the we got the the weird fucking people. They they kick him through the door and they rocket the blankets <laughs> yeah. up to reveal their scheme. They have <laughs> and they're mere window dressing at this point. Cook uses the distraction, and he believes he's got the upper hand now. He levels the gun at Matrix, and he says, Fuck you, asshole. Real. Why don't you just tell me what Arnold's retort to fuck you, asshole, is? It's it's fuck you, asshole. With a with an eyebrow raise, fuck it is you. fuck you, asshole. It's because there's no bullets left, and Arnold's there's Arnold's no bullets left. Fuck you, asshole. From there, we got the dick grab. We got Arnold's finishing move. We got dick grab yeah, on yeah. Cook into the overhead slam. He's scrunched in there. Cook goes ass over tea kettle, and he gets impaled on some Mystery sort of object. broken, broken, broken furniture. Disc. Mystery object with a leg. Now, it seems that we've met a, we've met a dead end in, uh, in Matrix's investigation because he's killed the only lead he's got. Mm-hmm. He can't quite interview the weird fuck people because they're traumatized. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> yeah, and so are we. So he investigates Cook's car. He investigates the Cadillac from the dealership. And he finds, he finds uh, an invoice from Patria Enterprises. And guess what? Well, Cindy just happens to know right where that exactly is. Exactly where it's there. Cindy's been training for a pilot license. They got some fuel Thank down Christ there. Thank Christ that was happening. Yeah, Matrix <laughs> is super lucky that he got Cindy on the team. Because uh, Cindy's the real backbone of this investigation. She really is. He enters Petria Enterprises. Well, first off, they pull up to the gate, and he rips the padlock off with his bare hands. It's another instance of him... Punching his way through a barrier. He's punching his way through his shit, then he scales the building, punches through the fucking building, and now he's in the building. He literally punches through uh, no fewer than three barriers in the scene. He just just blasts them and they open. Now, what upset and pissed me off about this gun shop, sweatshop that whoever had run in here, Mm -hmm. there's a man polishing an artillery gun in the first scene of the shit you see. (laughs) I am so fucking mad at this shit man can you this, elaborate yes the, why why do you do this to me <laughs> why do you gotta put shit like this in a movie that makes me fucking feel so crazy why are you <laughs> polishing the artillery gun why aren't you eating the tomatoes i can't explain why all of this makes me so mad but it makes my brain go to mush. Well, I think any good mercenary force has to has to keep all their weapons in check. Wouldn't that's, you say? That's true. You would clean their gun, but this dude was buffing the outside of the <laughs> artillery gun wheel. He, you're saying he had some turtle wax. He was turtle waxing the artillery gun that shoots missiles. Okay, from here, Arnold finds out the location of Arius, the big bad, and extrapolates from there, likely Jenny, using mm-hmm. using again Cindy. And some Deus Ex Machina. They understand where the island is now, Mm -hmm. where Arius has been holed up. Cindy asks the very pertinent question. Are we going to the island now? No. No. We're going shopping. 
Arnold is Jesus. going to the store, boys. He's going to the store. He's to load out. Got to go to work. Arnold arrives at the army surplus. Oh, yeah, he does. He doesn't even try to punch through the door or the wall. Well, he punches through the door, but it's with a bulldozer. Yeah, Arnold bulldozes the Christ out of this fucking star. Jesus. Enters, and he has a bit of a shopping spree. Okay? He goes, oh, hallelujah, holy shit. Where's the button to the secret room? (laughs) (laughs) Arnold knows. He knows the secrets of gun dealers, and he reaches under. Come on, come on. He reaches Mm. underneath. He finds the secret switch that gets to the absurd armory. Where's the rocket launcher? This got a a lot of points in the gun column for me. There were (laughs) there were a lot of easily easily hundreds of rifles behind behind this wall. So at this point, that the rocket launcher makes an appearance. Now, what what would you say, Kyle? Do you think that's that's fair? Do you think that's finding it in the field? Or do you think Arnold's now loading out with it? Calling back to your first impression for the trailer. It is It is fair. He's found the, the rocket launcher. He actually launcher. had to find the secret room to get the rocket launcher. And it's not his and when, when he sees the rocket launcher, he goes, holy fuck, a rocket launcher. Wow, I found it. He knows that he's found something he goes, special. He goes, I found the shit now. Yeah, he had to clip through the wall to get mm-hmm. the rocket launcher Punch during the, wall, the mission. Button. I believe that this was a fair find yeah, of a rocket you're right. launcher. I redact it. So the cops show up. At the, it's at this point yeah. that Arnold gets pinched. The, hang on, the cops <laughs> show up. Yeah, the cops show up as he's him. grabbing second rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold has gone back for seconds on yeah. rocket launcher. Yes, yes. It gets pinched. And they put him directly into the police van, and they're hauling his ass to jail. Oh, yeah. Arnold, of course, no pleads, cuffs, no nothing. Nothing. He's just back there. They just huck him back there. Yeah. Arnold, of course, pleading with the cops. Hey, if you speak to General Kirby, he'll tell you. They're that not having him. it. They're uh, not having it's it. Some regular no. old police banter. Some yeah, a little bit of banter from the cops. At the time Arnold gets pinched, he has five hours left here boys five hours things Looking are getting grim. a little bit dire for arnold coming down oh, the wire it's really uh but we're now we're at a stoplight in the police van who, who shows up but rdc cindy radon chong who has not been investigated in any way shape or form no she had a by the police officer she was waved through just yeah. waved on go on with your convertible full of guns and rocket launchers convertible <laughs> stocked full of guns and at least one rocket launcher overflowing she lets the police van get a little bit ahead of her and she hoists the rocket launcher Oh, yeah. Cindy is not uh, well-versed at launching. Let's as as, as, as anybody she claims, she, claims she is well-versed. She read the instructions. fucking it up. <laughs> yeah, like there's going to be a fucking Laffy Taffy joke on the side of the rocket launcher that says, this way up. <laughs> so, Cindy rocket launches the absolute bejesus out of the police van. After, with, with after she blows up the second phone booth death <laughs> yeah she has movie. cindy has to use two shots of the rocket launcher one facing the correct direction yes after she's faced the wrong direction and has shot the christ out of a building someone's livelihood yeah. she's exploded someone's store now she's going to explode the police van she's going to shoot it in the rear is her plan which is oh, yeah. of course where john is he's there so she's just well i i guess this I'm has sh- to work i'm gonna shoot this missile at my friend she shoots the police van it capsizes. More bones in her closet. Yeah. yeah. Second <laughs> police assault for her tonight. Uh, I think we counted this as a police fatality. That's a police fatality. One pops up and goes, uh, I'm dying. And then the other one's dead. John pops out. He is He's unscathed. They make it over to the dock. They find the plane. 
they have to they have to battle a little bit, but it's not such a battle that steel drums are involved. Yeah. A little bit of a little bit of a little uh, bit of Uzi action yeah, Uzi on action. some guards Uzi who guards. then drive off of a pier for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah. It, was, it was a check in the gun column. Yeah, they uh, they hop in the amphibious plane. Now they have two hours. They're taking off. Left. They're taking off. They have their crazy blue screen, which is the worst blue screen I've ever seen in any movie. Oh, she's driving towards a painting. She's driving towards a painting. You can see through her hair. I can't believe this is a blockbuster movie. (laughs) She's not sure she can make it. Arnold believes in her. Mm -hmm. She flies the plane as she has been instructed. I think he starts it by punching it, doesn't he? Yeah, the plane... Another punch. It's it's yet another uh, instance of Arnold punching his way out of Mm -hmm. various situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they land at the island. They do their little send-off, and might I say, when Arnold's paddling off in his boat, if him paddling off was one second longer, I would have b- busted out laughing. <laughs> it was so long. It felt forever. It was a it was a very long tracking shot, and of course it was speedo-variant Arnold. Yeah. Uh, rowing away from the seaplane he'd given instructions uh, on how to contact general kirby to cindy and now he it's it was a real focus on his upper chest his well-defined upper chest he as he looking rode, strong and as his vascular system popped yeah, his back looked rode. like the andes mountains <laughs> Jesus christ the minute arnold gets on shore what do we got here we got suit up we got Big the time. the suit up from the, the trailer suit up yep. sequence yes Arnold is, he's taken all the loot, all the plunder that Cindy gathered up from the star, and he's attached it to himself, mm-hmm. to his person. Binoculars he's going up the side of his hill. He's got, he's got the binoculars cutting off his airway. Yeah, yep. He's got satchels full of grenades yep. on either side of him. He's got multiple rifles. He's, of course, got his attache hey, rocket yeah. launcher. He's got claymores hanging from his ass. And we got a, we got a sequence here of Arnold stalking the island. He's mm-hmm. planting explosives. He's planting claymores. He's hitting some the binoculars stealth are coming kills. into play real heavy. Oh yeah, bino- he did use the binoculars. He had the binocs out. Now here's a question for you, Alex. What? What do you got? He was he was executing a lot of stealth kills. He was using a lot of knife work. I here. did count that as a bit of a point in the karate column, but it did result in the rest of the movie being. One big check in the gun's column. <laughs> because the rest of this movie is him sporadically punching people while firing from the hip at some buster-ass henchman. We've established now stealth knife kills are going to count. I'm going to count them in the karate column, but again, they were largely overshadowed. Yeah, I think we're going to... Massively overshadowed. When we say karate, I think what we mean is any amount of non-gun combat. Yeah. Physical Unarmed, combat. with pipes, without pipes, knives, fisticuffs... I'm even saying Arnold pulling the telephone booth out of the ground is karate. <laughs> that is karate. And it might it be is, my favorite karate scene of the movie. We'll get to that. It is it's definitely unarmed combat. So yeah, yeah. I'll I'll allow it. From here, after the stealth kills, Arnold's setting it up. It's really a henchman massacre from here. Uh, at this point in the movie, the plane that Arnold has put the dead man on mm-hmm. uh, has landed and they're finding out about the dead man. So there's some buster ass henchmen across the world. So essentially, the jigs up at Valverde. Yeah, they, they know Henriquez is dead, and they know John Matrix is not there. Yeah. Arnold gets found out on the island at about the same time that the scheme is found out in mm-hmm. Valverde, mm-hmm. and all hell breaks. Oh loose. yeah, Arnold starts mowing him down like Lubu in Dynasty Warrior. He's taking his rifle, and he's just 
rowing it from side yeah. to side as if he's harvesting wheat. Yeah, with he's, a scythe, he is reaping what he actually sowed. Exactly, and at this point, there's so many people on screen, they're not bothering with squibs. I don't know if yeah, you noticed that. Nope, nope, no one's bleeding. They're just Dur- Yeah, during the Henshin Massacre, not bothering with squibs. Nope. It's just, just gun falling. noises and dudes falling over. Yep. Arnold hits a button, all the barracks explode. I gotta say, I love when movies try not to do CGI and they do everything... In real, in, in real time, in real life. You gotta appreciate that. You have to appreciate it. But hide it. I saw springboards going off. Mm-hmm. When the building exploded, I could clearly see the mannequins being held up by sticks. It looked like a nuclear test. It looked it like a nuclear test. It was mannequins and houses exploding. It yeah. looked like a nuclear test from the 50s. In two, yeah, in two instances, they didn't even bother to hide the springboards that were sending, when the bad guys got blown up by grenades, sending them into the air. They were just gigantic... Springboards, beige springboards coming up in the back. Yeah, I think it was this, psychotic. I think this is the kind of thing where it's like, well, boys, yeah, here we, we go. got one take. We yeah. got one take. We only yeah. have enough in the budget to blow up yeah. two guard Better houses. not put some grass over this shit, at least. I don't know. <laughs> From here, Arnold is battling his way to the main house of the island, and he's battling in the courtyard against endless hordes of villains. Oh, he is battling, and not a single scope was looked down that Not, day. Not one crosshairs reached a pupil at all. He's fired from the hip wildly from two to fro. At one point, he was making a circular motion with his with <laughs> yeah. his firearm yeah, he here. Was, he was rowing the boat, buddy. And he was Johnny on the spot. Mm-hmm. Arnold was a crack shot from the ass, from the hip, from the... At one point, it was directly over his, his, his dick. Yeah. And he was just acing these dudes. There's a point where one of the henchmen gets lucky. Mm-hmm. They huck a grenade in his direction. Oh, yeah. He's taking some damage. He has to seek refuge now because he's about out of ammo. Mm-hmm. He's about out of he's grenades. He's exhausted all the guns he brought with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he ducks into... You see into... him cycling through them as oh, yeah. the combat scene goes. He ducks into the gardener's shack. Oh, yeah. Which is full of shit. <laughs> it's full It's full of clay pots and circular saw blades mm-hmm. is essentially mm-hmm. the loadout mm-hmm. here. So he's cornered. He's cornered by the, uh, by the villains. They've trained their guns on the shack. We assume Arnold has a plan. They mm-hmm. riddle the shack with bullets. Clearly, clearly, now is the time to just wildly swing open the door. Oh, yeah. Clearly the the, the yeah. walking whirlwind of death, John Matrix. He's got to be dead now. He's got to be dead. We trust that it is dead. Our guys said that he's dead. It's fine. No. Arnold comes out swinging with garden implements. He's, he's throwing... Circular saw blades as if they were frisbees and scalping men. He's got he's <laughs> stabbing them with in the head with pitchforks. He's got an axe that a dude took to the groin. He's got the circular saws. He's using his knee. He lopped stars. the man's arm off. Yeah, I, I want to. Oh God! I really want to hit the axe to the dick. Technique. Axe to the dick. Now you're dead. Is a power move, and he knew it. It was to scare the rest of them away. <laughs> he kind of takes an underhand motion with the axe, like straight to the man's cock. And it, it looked horrendous, and he immediately cuts another man's arm off. Yeah. I might rather be arm man at that point, because you can put a tourniquet on your you arm. You can put a tourniquet on your arm. You cannot put a tourniquet on your groin. On your dick. You can't. You cannot. There, to my knowledge, there are no dick tourniquets. At, at this point in the movie, I have to stop taking notes, because my people have died in this movie tally marks are going on. Off of the chart. I am not <laughs> looking up for my notepad because I'm going... You're just furiously scribbling on a piece of paper as we go here. From the gardener's shack, Arnold is rejuvenated. He's picked up a large belt-fed motherfucker here. Oh, yeah. And we got that classic shot. Shirtless Arnold, 
belt-fed gun mm-hmm. stuck to his hip, and he is just triumphantly mowing down hordes oh, on oh, top yeah. of hordes. Oh, yeah, they're coming out from over the roof, and he is whipping ass. Arnold makes it in. He's looking for Jenny. Jenny has escaped. I gotta talk about Jenny's escape. She's locked in a room, an empty room with nothing but a door and a boarded-up window. She takes the doorknob off of the door about the same time that Arnold shows up on the island. She starts whittling away at the two-by-fours that are boarded up on the window. It takes her so, so long and they keep cutting back to her. She has not made progress. It's now it's slow going. It's slow going. Right after the gardening shed and he gets in, it's now dark outside. I'm certain that it's been hours that she's been digging at this shit. Mm-hmm. It has never showed any progress. It goes, board is there. Cut, 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 cut. And now she's gone. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I'm you, so pissed off. You're saying you want to be realistic progress as she dug yes. her way through the it's, board. It's not going to take you four hours or whatever. I think at a minimum, I wanted her to just punch through the son of a bitch. Exactly. Oh, it does get punched through. Okay, That's so true. Jenny's escaped. Arnold shows up in the house. Oh, yeah. He's in the house. He's he's completely thrown off all semblance of subterfuge at this point. He's yeah. hollering at the top of his lungs, Jenny! Yeah. Jenny! And it... It struck me as like the scariest Forrest Gump I've ever seen. Yes, he that's is, what I was thinking the whole time. He's hollering Jenny. He's looking. He's not finding her. She's run off. Bennett, of course, in hot pursuit of Jenny at this point. Oh, yeah. So who does Arnold find in the house? Arnold finds big the Arius. Yeah, 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 big, big bad. bad. Who, we, who we have to imagine is the big bad, whose only crimes have really been... I mean, he's he's attempted to overthrow a government via presidential assassination. Yeah, He's ordered the kidnapping of a child. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. It's, not not I mean, saying he's a good guy. Not saying he's a good guy, but he's not... But I, I'm not... I'm not... Oh, finally! Yeah. Arnold is going to kick this guy's ass. Yeah. Yes, I can't wait. Yeah. It's but more... He, I think Bennett is the true big bad. Sure, sure, yeah. I think so, too. It, it wasn't, oh, finally, he's going to kill this guy. It's, it's. oh, I wonder how Arnold is going to kill this guy. I yeah. hope it's cool. They engage in a turn-based combat. I don't know if that's if that's what you guys thought. That's what, yeah, that's what I got written down. <laughs> hey, it's a very Final weakest, Fantasy, the weakest gun battle I've ever seen. I thought Arius was going to be at least a little trained with a gun. When he is firing, he is wobbling that son of a bitch, <laughs> clue. like he's trying to do the pencil trick that you did. In elementary school, make <laughs> the, it look the like the visual rubber. illusion. Yeah, the visual. He's just waving his auger Jesus. around like an asshole. From here, they engage, of course, in turn-based Final Fantasy combat. Mm-hmm. Arnold has more HP. So much. Arnold more. has a higher level. He defeats Arius with multiple shotgun blasts through the chest. Mm-hmm. Arius has died. Are we all in agreement that Arius died? I guess. Oh so. yeah. I. He's got the biggest check mark of all. He got shot. Six times with with buckshot so in the chest. I wasn't sure he was dead. This was a point of contention, oh, I think. Okay. Alex wasn't sure that Arius had died when it was shown he took multiple shotgun shells to the chest. Earlier, it's established that a man died after being pushed out of the way by a Cadillac. Yeah. You feel that Arius is still kicking around out there, don't you? I mean... They, they, they made a supercut of him getting shot, is the thing. <laughs> they had white flashes on the screen and everything. It was very close to the end of Platoon when Willem Dafoe is reaching up to the helicopter yeah, and he's yeah. just getting murdered. Now, Arius is out of the way. 
Jenny's on the run. Bennett's in hot pursuit. Here comes John Matrix. Mm -hmm. Things are coming to a head. They're in some sort of underground bunker. Yeah, Mm -hmm. industrial style thing. It's got some like paintings and old medieval furniture down there. Mm -hmm. It's got a bunch of machines and furnaces. Yeah, there's treasures and there's furnaces and there's there's electricity. Yeah, there's uh, there's, undescript generators. It becomes the fucking Goonies for a little bit. It's the stuff room. It's where they keep all the stuff that keeps the island running. So, Arn versus Ben is what I got in my notes here. It's finally time. Arn versus Ben. Now, to look at the tail of the tape here, I think the odds are clearly in Arnold's advantage. Oh, yeah. He's not that doughy Freddie Mercury we've kind of been talking about. David and Goliath here. Yeah, whereas Bennett kind of evens the odds with a, with a few underhand tactics. He gets yeah. a shot off on, on uh, mm-hmm. John Matrix or Arnold. He shoots him in the arm. He promises. Due to uh, what I'm going to write down as excessive horniness yes he promises to he, fist fight yeah, john matrix yeah. or this is where fight. he does yes, his, his little like gets... maniac routine like yeah. arnold appeals to his maniac side it, by saying we might... should do it hand to hand and this guy just goes off the rails he goes he's completely about to he's shaking he's, he's about shaking. to bust. he's not maniacal he's horny I he found, is about to bust i feel that the character of bennett i i feel the subtext is he's turned on by the violence absolutely He's, he genuinely, I'm not yeah. just saying this, he genuinely seemed yes. aroused that's by the what, thought yeah, of that's what Arnold was saying. Colonel John Matrix he, in the yeah, basement. Yeah. Which he doesn't give off at any other point in the movie. He doesn't give that vibe off at all. No, he doesn't get horny at any other point in the movie, except when it comes time to use his trench knife on Arnold. And what kind of world is that? <laughs> and, and I believe we've already established that a knife fight is karate. Knife yeah, fight yeah, is yeah. karate. This so, was the real pinnacle of karate for this movie. Oh, it's the meat and potatoes of, of karate, of the I art of the, the only hand. true instance of karate. It was the only true full instance of no guns karate, unassisted by guns. We've got we've got fisticuffs, we've got knife battles. They go into the industrial area. Bennett gets zapped by electricity oh, yeah. at some point. He's fine. Pushing fine. each other into the furnace. They're trying to shove each other into the furnace. Pipe here, pipe, pipe there. Pipe here, pipe there. Pipe, I furnace hit you in the back, door. I hit you in the head, I hit you in the back, I hit you in the head. They're grabbing, they're grabbing everything that's to hand. It's a real It's a real grudge match. I kind of, I just want to say I really enjoyed the the. It was awesome. Here. It, was, it, was, really it, was, it was pure, is it, what it was. Yeah, and it was. It seemed like there was kind of a desperation to it at, at certain points when they're, they're grabbing furnace doors yeah. and trying to smash each other with it. I thought it was a kind of a kick-ass battle. It ends abruptly, however, uh, with Colonel John Matrix, Arnold. He's finally called the bluff of the chain mail. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, he's got a pipe in his hand. Oh, buddy, it's a pipe. I might describe it as a spear. Well, certainly it's used as such, because he takes he takes a hollow, what appears to be PVC pipe, and he hucks it as if it were a javelin at Bennett. It completely impales him, goes through him into some industrial devices... And of course, steam billows out of the pipe because death, death by used pipe. <laughs> yeah, and of course the chainmail. Yeah, much like the goggles with radioactive man, the chainmail does oh, nothing. nothing. Of course, from there, Arnold has defeated his foe. It's time for a little bit of levity. What's he say? Oh, let off some yeah, steam. Let off some man. steam. I just it, put a check mark next to pun. <laughs> That was another one in the pun column. Good, good. So, all right. Steel drums throughout this uh, this entire last battle spread. Oh, so, of yeah, course. Steel drums going off left and right. So, there was a lot of uh, pretty good banter with Bennett. 
whose banter was better? Bennett's or Cook's? Ooh. I'm saying Bennett or Cook. Who's, mm. I think uh, I'm gonna throw I'm, it out there. Cook. I'm I'm going Cook too, because fuck you asshole. Fuck you. Fuck you asshole. That's some true banter. Yeah. Bennett never really said anything other than I'm gonna I'm gonna whoop you. And I have yeah. an, like subtext. I yeah. have an erection. Yeah. Yeah. He so, never really said. Well, it was all a lot of banter about you're getting old. You're yeah. getting slow. Which is all like. Textbook stuff. It's a little bit level Fuck one. Fuck you, asshole, is out of left field. <laughs> you know, this this Green Beret is going to kick your ass. Yeah. I eat Green Berets for breakfast. Sure. That's, some, that's an amazing that's bit of banter. That's my good. favorite Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> so we're, we're all we're all on the on the board that the Cook, yeah, Bennett, oh yeah. or the cook uh, Matrix fight. Unanimous Cook. Much better. Yeah, much absolutely. Better. However, I, I want to say that the Bennett fight. The, the Bennett fight, fight was better. Mm-hmm. So from here, the day is saved. They the cavalry it. has the shown is, up. Yeah, the movie is over. General General <laughs> Kirby finally gets around to showing the fuck up. Yeah. And Arnold has to walk through the guards that he didn't kill. And they're like, is he there? Are they, is he going to whoop our ass or they're not? Should he let him? Well, we're going to let him go. Okay. <laughs> the fucking army is there. I think that was the yeah. United States Army. That I he was. They, pat- they, their guns were trained on I think him. they just have a healthy fear of the man. That's fair. He's a He is a, a, a one... Man slaughterhouse. I yeah, I got the numbers to prove it. <laughs> we'll get to that here in just a second. Arnold saves the day. Of course, Cindy, dutifully still by the plane. Not once. I was expecting her. I was expecting the the classic. Oh, by the way, what's your name? Yeah, so I have enough time to ask. It's Cindy. You know yeah. that sort of yeah, thing. Nothing. Nope. Don't even get nothing. a name. Silently, they all three get into the plane. Silent. And leave. So and we got Matrix. We got Cindy. We got Jenny. They hop into the seaplane, which Cindy uh-huh. is only marginally qualified to fly. Yeah. And they take off. They're and that's surrounded the, that by is military the, uh, pilots. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. We're treated to not steel drums, but Ooh. we're treated to some classic rock. Here. Classic rock. And in the subtitles it said rock, and I went. <laughs> Yes, some very, some very uh, paint by numbers sub white snake sunset strip riffs here. God, it was horrendous. from the band Power Station. We had to watch the credits for that. One. It's, Power yeah, Station it's plays us out. What took out Bennett? <laughs> that is Jesus exactly Christ. what took out Bennett. I um. God damn it! Let off some steam. Power, Power Station, Station and the... <laughs> God damn, he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kyle, fellas, movie ends, credits roll. I Day thought there was going to be a kiss. I thought there was going to be a kiss with uh, Cindy Arnold and, and Kirby. Six. There was, there oh. was no. <laughs> you thought Arnold and Kirby? I thought Arnold and Bennett were more likely to kiss than any. When he came in the very beginning of the movie, where Kirby came out of the chopper, there is some intense sexual tension between. They felt John familiar. Yeah, they were flirting. Bad. And uh, <laughs> that is something that the John and Cindy's relationship throughout the entire movie, it's not not once is there a romantic subplot. No, there's more romantic tension between Kirby and Arnold than there is Cindy and But Arnold. he gives her that look and she gives him that look and like they, they're well, both haggard. I think it's a more they've se- they both seen yeah, some we've shit. Made it. Yeah, we've, we, made we've it. seen some shit. Not we're going to go. Like, oh, we're going to go embrace. back to the this motel is gonna and be do embrace. it like those weird No, guys. no, we are not engaging yeah. in the blanket hey, Arnold, crouch you wanna, position. You want to get pegged maybe. <laughs> Fellas, I want to know having seen the movie What's your what's your final thought this on the movie? This movie was fucking terrible. It was so <laughs> fucking bad, man. Like it was awesome. It was awesome, it. but it was terrible. It was really, really bad. I think that's like kind of an interesting dichotomy because it's like you you just said, Alex, it's bad and it's also awesome. 
I can see where you're coming from on both sides. You'll you'll judge a movie on like, oh, the production value was a little bit dodgy here. Yeah. And there. The performances maybe left a little bit to be desired. The the dialogue wasn't great. But were you entertained? Extremely entertained. Um, Absolutely. And I think we're going to find that be the case for a lot of the movies we do after this. Uh, and so we're, it's not for lack of looking for, for in-depth character development. Things I think like we're that. just spoiled when it comes to movie. We've grown up in an age where we can go see Transformers. <laughs> wow! Yeah, we can go see Transformers. And Avatar. And Avatar. Uh-huh. Titans and, of Cinema. Titans of Cinema. <laughs> Wahlberg, Wahlberg LaBeouf and... Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Optimus John Prime. Cena, my favorite yeah. actor. If Optimus Prime popped up in, in Vel Verde, shit would jump shit off. Shit would jump off. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. The movie was awful. The acting was awful. But I think the casting was perfect. I think so, too. I think the casting was, was so that it would buff Schwarzenegger's ability. They yeah, made he, it. They played they, to his strengths. They played, they played to his strengths. Strength. Because this is 85, Arnold. He'd yeah. only been in a, a handful of movies yeah. at that point. He'd only carried fewer than that. Yeah. And they didn't ask him to go outside of his comfort zone. This wasn't kindergarten cop where he's, where he's trying to be cute and interacting yeah. with children. Uh-huh. This is, you're a giant dude, fuck shit up. Yeah. And and I think the, the movie pr- like delivered what it promised. Oh, yeah, it did. And frankly, you were entertained, Alex. Absolutely. Kyle, were you entertained? I was fully entertained. Was there any point where you're like, God, can this movie just get over? It was full throttle throughout. There was no dead space in it. Mm-hmm. Even when even when they're en route to somewhere else, it was crazy enough to me, for me to be entertained. It was like crazy. When, uh, like the, like the paddle scene. Like... The paddle scene was long, yeah. but I'm like, this is on the verge of getting funny. Them flying to the island was long, but the blue screen was so shitty that it yeah. distracted it's, me from so, the length So you're of the saying play. you're it's saying pieced together by weird shittiness. Yes, the, yeah. The straightforward action scenes were awesome, were very entertaining. Absolutely, yeah. The kind of lull moments the you're lull saying moments were buoyed even, by a bit of ironic ironic yes, yeah, looking humor. Exactly. Okay. Which I can yeah, see that, that I can answers see that. like I think the initial question. And and that that kinda that kinda leads us the, the movie was entertaining, and if that is what we want out of our movies, entertainment, Oh yeah, I think Commando did its job. I think yeah. Commando is a, I would call it a good movie. I would say it's, at the very least, awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Uh, uh-huh. which, is, which is what we want, and I guess we could judge movies on awesome, we could judge movies on good, quote We can unquote. judge movies on karate and guns, which I have reevaluated. Oh. As in, as in your score. Yeah. Okay, I want to hear about that. What's your karate and gun score, your final score? I'm bumping karate down a notch. Karate's getting a three. Karate's getting a three. I'd say that's fair. They handed me one and a half true scenes of karate. Two instances, I believe, of karate lessons or alluding to karate lessons. Yeah, uh, karate adjacent items. Uh, but this mother effer delivered on the guns. I'm keeping it an eight on the guns. Oh, yeah. They earned their eight. That was all. It was an it's incredible a amount. It's a hard eight. It was an incredible amount. Of oh, yeah. Now, there's one last thing that I want to do before we take off here, and that is, fellas, I want to get your. Favorite karate moment of the film and your favorite guns moment of the film. Alex, let's start with you. I think the karate moment of the film is no question the Bennett Matrix fight. That's the climax of the film. Mm -hmm. That's the money shot. That's the karate spot for the movie. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, we are spoiled with choice. This was a guns rich film. This was a gun. Gun game. What's your what's your favorite gun moment? I here? picked the rocket launcher into the uh, police van. Okay, <laughs> that uh, was, that Cindy's was, yeah. Cindy's Cindy, rocket Cindy launcher. Just enough of a uh, of Cindy a crazy moment for me to go. Yeah, that was awesome. I loved that. Yeah, um, Cindy kind of threw caution to the wind. Yeah. 
Yeah. Fuck it, we might blow up John Matrix. Yeah. We might blow up some cops. Uh-huh. We might spend the rest of our life in prison. Mm-hmm. We might blow up the oh. local bookstore. So, Fuck it all. Yeah. Honorable mention for karate to the two allusions to karate lessons. Okay, all right. That's, that's, that's a good honorable that's mention. That's fine. Kyle, what'd you think? I was torn between the karate training in the beginning and the yeah. montage. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the first thing you see and you go, this is this That's is karate. karate. This is karate. Bare bones. This is that and truly it was the purest form of karate that we saw all movie. Everything else was fighting. This was textbook karate. Karate. Right. I was torn between that and then the other side of the spectrum, which is tearing the telephone booth out of the ground. The first instance in the movie where uh, Arnold does something superhuman. Yeah, he, he tears a mounted telephone booth with a grown man with inside. A grown, well, with a grown tiny man. It was a ti- He was tiny, and I think they cast him specifically to be tiny. Yeah, yeah. He was also probably in, uh, well, this is pre-Twin Peaks, post-Warriors. Uh, he, I mean, I'm he sure he was a character yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, those two things, both incredible in their own way. Now, what do you think about guns? My favorite gun moment was the turn-based <laughs> from, uh, from, uh, from Big Bad and Arnold. The turn-based Final Fantasy the turn-based confrontation. turn-based Final Fantasy confrontation. Not because it was turn-based, but because of how willy-nilly Big Bad was with his auger. He was not aiming. He was he, he was shaking so bad with it. It was crazy. He wasn't remotely. There were, I swear there was points in, in his shooting that his gun was right-angled, and he was just <laughs> shooting to the side of him. It was so bizarre. I loved it. 10 out of 10 gunfight right there. For my favorite karate moment, uh, I'm going to have to echo Alex, and I'm going to say the Bennett fight, because I really think the Bennett fight brought it. I think the Bennett fight oh, was, it was, was the peak. It was awesome. The Bennett fight was, the movie. every was single awesome. time, it really does deliver. It's kind of a grudge match, and like, like I was saying, like the desperation of it really kind of hit home. Guns... I'm going to have to take it back to the very beginning. Cook, Bill Duke, Uzi in the trash truck <laughs> is by far yeah. my favorite gun-based element of the movie. It's it's so shocking, and it really just it sets the tone. They what are we going to watch a, here? They do it Guns. as a throwaway, too. It's insane. It's You almost don't think about it again after it happens. <laughs> they don't even have their guns. But it's so crazy. It made me think if not. they were they emptying the people's trash. Is that what they were doing? Is that they had cover? a trash truck. Were they emptying the trash on the street the so as to just and if attention? and if they were, did they have to take their Uzis out every time they <laughs> threw trash in the trash truck? Put it back on top. It was mysterious, yeah. while also being straightforward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I found that very appealing about the Uzi and the trash oh, yeah. truck, fellas. I think that's uh, that's about all we've got to say. I have one more thing. To add. <laughs> okay, what do you all got? Right, I please. have one more thing. To please, add. please. Within okay, within the first couple minutes of the movie as soon as we get past the montage multiple people die and i go all right let's start making some tally marks okay okay in in the first i'm gonna call it the first act of the movie which is pre arnold showing up at the island i have 25 deaths in the movie pre-island 25 pre-island deaths 25 pre-island deaths seven of which are uh are not arnold Take so, are you saying you made a body count or an I approximate made a, body count? I made an approximate body count. Okay, why don't you lay it on us? Okay, so... This is post-island. This is this post- is the entire film. Yeah. Approximate body count from Kyle Hobbs. 107 deaths in the movie, 85 of which coming on the island from Arnold. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there you have it, folks. 107 deaths. About 107. Will we ever beat this in our next movies? Is 107 the most? I think, Is that a I good think, number? I think, I think 107 currently... Obviously, the gold standard, 107. Okay. Yes. That is a high amount of deaths, I think, for even a, an action film or a specifically an action film. Uh, but we're going to see if that'll top us uh, because, frankly, we got one coming up for you next we week. We got another one. We got Arnold Schwarzenegger's The Running Man. Run, man, run. Another 1980s classic. From another Arnold. one that I've never seen. I've never seen it either. Yeah. Here we are. We're going I, in yeah. blind. Yep, going in blind. We're going uh, gonna to check you guys out. Next time for The Running Man, I hope you guys come back. Thank you so much for checking us out on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You can get a hold of us on Twitter, at Karate and Guns. That's spelled out, at Karate and Guns. Uh, you can email us, uh, karateandguns at gmail.com. That is, again, karateandguns at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, same thing, at karateandguns. Go ahead, follow us, talk to us. Please leave a comment. Please leave a rating and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, it would mean the world to us if you did, if you wanted to listen to our insane banter about Arnold. And we're going to get into some other territory yeah, eventually. We'll, we'll make it other places. It's only up from here. Yeah, we just wanted to start, obviously, with, with an icon of action cinema. Hopefully this is a powerful draw. Hopefully we got some friends in the pan here. We got you in the pan. We want to keep you in the pan. There's going to be another episode. In about two weeks on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, it's going to be The Running Man. That's goodbye from Alex, goodbye from Kyle, goodbye from me, Clayton. Thanks, you guys, for coming out and checking us out on the Karate and Guns Bye-bye. Podcast. Bye-bye. I love you. Peace.